calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels. Hey, y'all. I'm JJ. Hey, guys. It's Kat. That's right. Kat and JJ are back from their whirlwind va- vacation, from their honeymoon. And I, have you Woo-hoo! guys moved yet? Or you're, you haven't moved yeah. yet, right? Oh, man, that's a story. If one more person asks us. No, it's it's okay because because you wouldn't know. And so me projecting my annoyance of the move onto you, that's, that's not nice. No, we are in the process. We've moved some things, but we're getting the floors redone before we move everything. Um, which is taking a little longer than we thought it would. So now we're kind of like the the time frame for when we can actually like move furniture and stuff is pushed Keeps back pushed. to like the, the the 11th hour, basically. But it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. The important thing is you close on your house, right? So yes. yeah. you'll be there before you know it. And I know everybody is excited about that. On this episode, we have Morgan. She reached out. She said she has been a fan of the podcast. Hopefully she still will be after this recording. And we're so happy <laughs> to have her here. Morgan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, being here. Yeah, and your email have- Go ahead, guys. Obviously, you can tell we haven't recorded together in like two months. So our chemistry <laughs> I was going to say... On point. <laughs> I was going to say that we just have a lot of pent up energy because we haven't gotten to be on the podcast in a while. And we're very excited and can't wait to talk to you and hear your stories. Yeah. Thank you for being a listener. Morgan, welcome to the podcast. How did you discover Real Hauntings? Honestly, I don't even know because I like never listen to podcasts, but like it's like a new thing for me. So I just like looked up like spooky things and you guys came up and I was like, all right, I'll try it. And out of all of them, I feel like you guys have the coolest, most chill one there. That's not like filled with like cheesy music and like, you know, weird accents and stuff. So 
Well, you haven't listened to the Christmas episodes yes. then. Oh, come on. Oh, Those no, are my I favorite. Oh, <laughs> gosh. That's true. She has to wait for Christmas. Okay. And then you should listen to, to the first one mm-hmm. and maybe that, the second. They're fun. That's where, <laughs> that's where JJ really shines. He just want It's an improv Christmas carol. I'll just, I'll, I'll I'll just say that. out here, I think it's a divisive episode. Some people really like it. Some people do not. So, you know, we love to find out <laughs> where our guests fall on the Belibo meter. Zero meaning they don't believe in ghosts. Ten ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you fall on that scale? I feel like I'm a 10, but like I've never like fully seen something like right up close. But I know like out of what I've seen and what I felt, I'm like, they're clearly there. So I'm like, I can't say less than 10. You grew up in like an old house in Massachusetts. Is that where your ghost stories kind of begin? Yeah, so I grew up in Mattapoisett. Um, it's like near the Cape. I don't know if you know like Mass at all, but um, it's like near the armpit of the state. Um, very <laughs> old town. The house that I lived in was built in the 1800s. Um, you know, it was kind of, I we lived there since I was like little, like probably four. Um, I moved there from an apartment and it all started probably when I was, like six or seven I kind of just like I so I don't know it just I didn't know it at first but I was like I would I would like walk up my stairs to my bedroom in that house only like not any other house I'd walk up the stairs I'd go into my bedroom and I'd start hearing this like like argument in my head but it was like it felt like it was coming from everywhere and it was like almost like if you had like headphones in and it was just really loud And it was like an argument, but I couldn't figure out what they were saying. Like, even though it was really loud, it was like, I couldn't figure out the words. It was like muffled almost. I don't even know. But I could picture in my head, like people sitting at a table and like a light in the middle and it was dark and they were just arguing. It would happen once in a while. I just like be walking to my room and I'm like, my God, it's so loud. It would just go away. As soon as I started to try to listen to it, it would like fade away. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't understand that. And I didn't understand for a very long time until I met my husband, who's had a lot of experiences. And he's like, yeah, that's definitely a thing. That must be something. I don't know if I'm like tapping into something in the house or like, then we moved out of that house and more things continue to happen. And the current place you're in, more things continue to happen too? Yeah. um, Like literally the past week, I've been waking up at 2.37 every single morning and like, I have this weird feeling and then like the clock in my kitchen like stopped at 237 at the beginning of the week and now I've been waking up every single morning at that exact time and like my husband like stayed over because he lives out of state and he stayed over on Wednesday and he was like babe I literally like woke up at 237 and it's just weird we get these weird things happening in this house it's just strange. That's well, the official super the official witching hour is 237. And probably I mean, the, the name of this episode. It's going to be 237. <laughs> well, I, so I'm curious, let's rewind back a little bit to the house you grew up in. Did anyone else in the home experience anything similar? Or was it just you experiencing that as you walked up the stairs? So it was only me because like, it was basically just me and my mom and my sister. And my sister is like five years older than me. So she was kind of like getting older. And she I would ask her, I'd be like, did like, I would hear it and then it would go away. And I'd be like, did you hear that? Like, did you just hear that? And she'd be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) 
And then like, so for a while I was like, do I have like schizophrenia? Like as I got older, I would think back to it. And I'm like, did I have like childhood schizophrenia and like grow out of it? Like I was trying to like make it make sense in my head, but nobody ever like heard anything or felt anything in that house that I know of. You know, obviously people hear like creeks in houses, or I know when I was a kid, our house was very noisy. Um, It was like an older, probably 60 year old home, something like that, 56 years old. And the stairs would creak all night. And I had convinced myself that (laughs) there was some kind of boogeyman running up and down the stairs. Um, Not to mention that there were squirrels that would get into the walls and I, and they would scratch as they would slide down the walls. And that freaked me out until I got old enough to like kind of comprehend what was going on. And then I would go and hit the wall and I could hear them go like, Um, just me. Yeah. Um, But I never, I never, so try. I never heard um, voices though. I think that would be kind of a breaking point for me. I mean, Kat and JJ, you ever experienced anything like that? I don't remember anything specific. And I kept a lot of journals as a kid that are kind of all over the place, but I I did stumble upon some like, remember those poems that I wrote when I was like seven or eight? Mm. And they're like, rainbow is just when the sky is bleeding and it drips all over, blah, blah, blah. They were weird. So I don't know what was going on in my brain as a kid, but I do know we repress a lot of things. And the older we get, we try to reason all those weird things away. Just like you, that example of being like, well, was I showing signs of schizophrenia? Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty normal for adults to be like, that was definitely what this was. And Noah, how you were like, they were definitely squirrels. Maybe they were ghosts. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I could hear the claws like literally scratching <laughs> down the wall. It was yeah, but what else crazy. has I claws? Did. Demons. Some demons apparently have claws. Bird beaks. I did have an experience like that, Noah, though, where there were squirrels in the walls of my house and it it was it's creepy. It is creepy. Well, yeah. actually, we thought there was like a puppy running around upstairs. We were like, why is there a puppy in our house? <laughs> uh, but then we found out they were squirrels living in the walls. But uh, I just want to share something really weird. So 237 is when you were waking up. I just Googled. 237 number symbolism right there's a whole wikipedia page for just the number 237 which the very first sentence is 237 is the natural number following 236 and preceding 238 which is not the creepy part but what is weird is that in uh the shining classic horror movie 237 is the number of a haunted room in the overlook hotel in that movie right (laughs) right weird it freaks me out i hate it it is also the number displayed on the tv set in the poltergeist that's great that's interesting awesome (laughs) that's just i bet you're feeling real good yeah definitely got oh look look at my kitty i know so sweet oh she's She's cute Yeah, her name is Toyota because she's half Highlander, so she's amazing. Yeah, that's um, an amazing, amazing name for a cat. Big it really fan. is. Well, <laughs> so Morgan, I know we went kind of like to what you've been experiencing currently, and of course, we'll get you know we'll jump back into that. And but after you had your experiences in the home you grew up in, you then you know met your now husband, and and you guys went to live. Was it in his family's house where you had some experiences? 
Yeah. So we ended up moving to um, New Hampshire. So his dad lives up in um, a house in like the lakes region. Um, it's like, it used to be a camp back in the seventies, but they like converted it into a house. And I guess the original owner or the owner before they bought it, like um, was like either a medical examiner or a forensic psychologist or psychiatrist, something forensic related, because like, I don't know, there's things like weird about it. Like they, there was a shed on the property that like they found when they were taking down the walls in the shed, there was like knives like hidden in the shed and like just weird things. And I guess like when they walked right in, they could feel this presence and they had to like cleanse the whole house. So there's just like sketchiness about that house, but then they cleansed it. Like, you know, I think 10 years ago or something, but then when I moved in um, and I started working at the old Concord State Hospital, um, I feel like it started after I started that job there at the Department of Labor. Um, I feel like something like came home with me and like continued on in the house. I don't know. And it's still there. Um, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't it's not, I don't know. It's creepy. It makes me feel like I'm being watched all the time, like constantly. <laughs> um, maybe it, it followed me home. I just wanted to ask when you say that they like cleansed the house, what, like, what did they do? So they got like, um, they know a guy who's like a medicine man. Um, he's like local and he like did all this like cleansing. I don't know exactly what he did, but he like, there was like this rug that he walked in and he was like, that rug needs to be like, there's something wrong with that rug. I don't like it. He's like bad energy on the rug. So he like, they did something with the rug and then they, I think now it's good because it's at his mom's house and like, there's nothing wrong with their house. But um, yeah, they just did some ceremonies of some sort and that was a long time ago. But um, so he lives up there now and with his dad still, I moved back down to Mass to make some more money so we could save to buy a house because we're going to buy a house up in New Hampshire again but yeah so he's still living there things are still going on and then I'm here and things are going on here so and, wow. and so that where you worked at the it was the hospital right that other people have also felt like is haunted and you witnessed some things there is that right yeah so um to give you a little background it's basically it used to be called the New Hampshire um asylum for the insane sorry my cat's just in the way <clears throat> um, <laughs> And that was back in the 1800s. Um, then they renamed it the Concord State Hospital in 1901. And it's basically a big campus of a bunch of old brick buildings. And like they turned them into state offices. So like Department of Labor, whatever. So I worked at the Department of Labor in an old building that used to be housing for nurses. Um, so like nurses and doctors who were like taking care of the patients in the other buildings. Um, and so I guess a lot of people have said they've seen not only like apparitions, like walking around the grounds, but also like things in the buildings, like not just my building, but like other buildings. Um, and so I guess I started there. I only worked there for three months, but um, I worked on the third floor. And my first thing that happened to me was like, I was just like going downstairs to get a snack in the vending machine. And there's like a bunch of like meeting rooms down there and like, there's just a long hallway. So I'm like walking down the hallway to the vending machine. And I passed like this, the last room, like right before you get to the like stairwell where the stairs are. And I passed the room on my left and it, it was like, it 
there was somebody in there and they looked like they were, it was like, I went so quick, but I saw them and they kind of waved me down. Like they were like, almost like they, they were trying to say like, Oh, like welcome. Or like, Hey, I have to say, tell you something like it felt, you know, when you walk by a room and someone's like, Oh, Hey. And like, that's what it was. So I kind of like, I backed up, I took like one step back and I looked in there to be like, Oh, sorry, I missed you. Like whatever. And like, nobody was in there. And I, I didn't like get a good look at them, but they, there was somebody there and they like waved me down kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and like, I went in and I was like, maybe there's another door. Like, I'm trying to make sense of it. I'm like, maybe they walked, they saw that I was walking away and they're like, yeah, okay. I know they went out another door, but um, no, they just, I walked in. There's no other door out of that room. Like there was no one in there. It was most likely some sort of spirit. And um, then I was like super freaked out. I was like, there, there was somebody right there and now there's nobody right there. And so I went upstairs, I told my boss and she was like, she was like, Oh, that's silly. And then like things started happening. Like my door in my office would like slam, like shut. And it had like, we have like carpeting in throughout the whole floor, everything's carpeted. And I had like a big rubber, um, like door stopper, like holding the door because it's a heavy door. And like this episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey everyone, it's Noah Daniels and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your Wild Grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. On a remote island in Frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Literally, like every once in a while, the door would just like close itself. And I'm like, it has like a rug and a rubber stopper and it like would still close itself. And it was only in my office. Like no one else had this issue. And, um, one time my boss was sitting next to me and she was like right next to me at my computer. And the, the door is like right in front of us. And, um, we're just working on something. And all of a sudden the door shut in front of her. I'm like, see, I told you. And she literally like freaked out. She was like, this is so scary. Um, because it's a heavy door. And like, you have to like push it to like, I don't know. It's just weird. Do you ever wonder why, I don't know, like why you attract kind of these spiritual encounters? I honestly, okay. This kind of brings me back to the time I tried to get my, like, I tried to go to a Reiki master and get my chakras cleansed. Cause I was like anxious. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. She told me 
that like when I walked in her house that there was this like dark energy like attached to me and I was like what the heck (laughs) and she's like I'm sorry she told me like afterwards she's like I didn't want to freak you out but there was like something attached to you and I was like that's great thank you for telling me yeah that's Um, never good news even if you believe it or not like uh uh excuse me (laughs) what yeah (laughs) so yeah I don't know maybe it's like my negativity or my anxiety I have like extreme generalized anxiety so like I just stress out about everything at all times so well the stuff that happened at the hospital was it at least did it make you feel a little better that other people had experienced some of the same things yeah so like um I went in the elevator one day and like I went in and I saw a guy from the second floor and I used, I started like similar times. Like we, he started a week before I did or something. And like, so I knew him, I was like, Oh, that's that other new guy. So he comes into the elevator and I'm like, okay, I know this is crazy, but like, I swear I just saw somebody in that room over there and like, it wasn't really there. And it like, maybe it was a ghost. Like, I don't know. And um, he was like, you know, what's funny is like, I heard that like, twice like in the past couple weeks he's like I've like two other people have told me that like things happen in this building and I'm like really and he's like yeah that's not the first time I've heard that and I'm like okay that's so that made me feel better because I'm like okay I'm not alone but it's also like even creepier because it like confirms it (laughs) do you do anything to kind of arm yourself or like in your mind protect yourself or do you just kind of raw dog it and run right into raw dog it into the trouble (laughs) i was really surprised cat did not pop up yeah but what if we just let it slide you should not just let raw dogging slide stop saying it what a what a what a group group we make um but i mean do do you do anything to kind of mentally prep yourself or try to ward off these experiences Honestly, this has all been so new to me since I was younger that like, I haven't even had time to like process it. Like, it's just been like so quick in the past like year or two. It's like, all of a sudden this stuff happens. I don't even know like where to start. Like um, my husband's mom, she's like, we need to help with, like, she's into that stuff. And she's like, I need to help you like cleanse or something like your house and everything. So I don't know. I I definitely need to work on something like that because I feel like it's getting worse. Like the 237 thing is like freaking me out. You had these experiences at that hospital. It seemed like, you know, maybe some other people experienced them too. Did anything else happen at the home that you all were living? I mean, I know you said you felt like something kind of followed you there. Was there other than just kind of maybe that sense of dread or something watching? Was there anything that gave you more of a feeling like, yes, something is here? Yeah, um, a couple things. So um, there's this like in the bathroom, there's definitely something going on. First of all, I'm in like, I, I was taking a shower and like my shampoo bottle was on the side, like closest to the wall. And like, it was like, there's no way it could have moved up. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It, it was like sitting there that it wasn't like uneven or anything. And I was, it, I had this feeling like I had to look at it for some reason. And I looked at it. And it like shifted like 180 degrees, like completely shifted. Like if you just, it was like just complete shift and it was very like stern. I don't know. It was weird. It was like somebody took it and just moved it. And then it wasn't like it slipped. It was like, it was so weird. And then um, my husband was in the bathroom one day and there's like, when you walk into the bathroom, the shower's on your left and it's like a regular tub with like a 
shower curtain and then there's the two sinks um at towards the back it's a pretty big bathroom and so you walk past the shower and you go to the sink so he's like he said that he was brushing his teeth and like the cat that we have up there she was like at the other sink like he he turns the sink on and lets her drink water while he's brushing and um so she's sitting there drinking the water and he's brushing his teeth and the door was closed there was no windows like open there was no like vents like there's no central air or anything and he said that it literally sounded like somebody punched the shower curtain like really hard and he turned and both him and the cat turned and they were like what the heck and the shower curtain was like wavering and like it looked like somebody punched like the center of it um and so there's something weird about the bathroom and like I sent you guys the picture of like he went to the bathroom one day and like uh one at 2 30 in the morning and then everything was fine yep and all of the cabinets like so he went to the bathroom it was fine he woke up at seven to go to work and when he got into the bathroom in the morning at seven all the cabinets were open and he took a picture of it and all the cabinets were open and um that's not the first time the cabinets have been open because there's this other cabinet like a drawer in there that's really hard to open like you have to like physically pull it there's no handle and you have to like it's like really tight i guess like not well made and for like two or three times I've gone in that bathroom and like it's randomly open like halfway and like there's nothing in it so nobody would ever open it and it's like the cat can't open it because it's like really hard to open like I have hard time opening it um so there's always cabinets open there's you know someone's punching the shower curtain and moving things in the shower if I go to the bathroom I feel like someone's watching me like all the time um and then The other thing is in that house, uh, one time I was taking a nap and I like during the day and I woke up um, because, well, my husband and his dad, they went down to mass. Um, They were going to go buy a car because they're like car people. And so they took their his trailer and they're like, all right, we're going to go buy a car. And um, so they left at like eight or nine in the morning. And so I was taking a nap in the middle of the day, um, which I never do anymore because who has time for naps? But anyway. Um, so, uh, basically I was taking nap. I woke up and I could hear them. They got home. Like, I was like, Oh, that's weird. I woke up. Like I was wide awake and they were like, they, I heard them knocking their boots, like on the door. Um, like when they opened the door, they knocked their, the dirt out of their boots. Cause it's like really muddy up North. And so they were like knocking their boots off. And then they came in the house walked into the living room I could kind of hear them talking and I was like oh that's weird they're supposed to be in mass like it was only a couple hours ago that they left and it takes like three hours to get to mass and then they have to drive back so it didn't make sense and I like texted um my husband and I was like did you guys not go to mass because like I did you guys just get home like I was confused and they were like uh, he texted me actually snapchatted me and I saw his location he was like way down in mass and I'm like what like I just heard you come in the house and like I texted his dad I was like I can't believe this I texted his dad and I was like did you just come home and he's like no I'm in mass and I'm like so both of them weren't home but I heard both of them just get home and then they just made no noise and there was nothing else so it sounded like someone came home like all that stuff I just said and then it stopped and then I confirmed that both of them were still out of state <laughs> oh my so okay, I yeah. don't know 
what that is, <laughs> but yeah, there's good. like definitely something, there's something, some spirit or ghost in your house. I do yeah. love the idea of, cause the picture that you sent, which, you know, we'll share on our social, but it, the cabinets are like aggressively opened in the bathroom. They're not just like sort of open, like they yeah. are wide open. I do kind of love the idea of your cat being like, gonna go fuck with my owner and just like opening <laughs> every cabinet and like banging around. But yeah, that would really scare me. I mean, the shower thing too, with like, we all, I assume everybody is kind of familiar of like what that would sound like, you know, that hitting yeah. of, of a, a shower mm -hmm. curtain, like it's pretty loud. That's not something that it's just going to happen without some sort of force. You yeah. know, it's got to yeah. be something to propel that forward. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, you've been having or they're having some kind of poltergeist stuff going on in, in that home, which to me is like one of the scarier types of hauntings that we hear about is when things start physically moving. I don't know. That's yeah, scary. Like, the other thing is like, I will wake up if I stay there, I'll wake up and like in the middle of the night, one time I woke up and it was dark and I had this feeling like I had to look at the bureau and I like, I don't know why I always feel like I have to look at something and then it happens. But like, I look and it, it looked like it was really dark, but it looked like a, a woman with black hair, like, but it was so dark. I was like, maybe I'm just imagining it. And it's a shadow is really dark because in New Hampshire, there's like, so it's like so dark in his room, like his room is like pitch black. Um, and I'm like, maybe, but it was like enough where I could see a, like, I looked like a woman, but I was like half awake and I'm like, eh. And then I just went back to sleep because I was like, I don't want to look at that. And so I don't know what I saw. It could have been a shadow, but I'm like that. Why would I think it's a person? I don't know. And then he said that he's like, sometimes I wake up and I feel like I have to look over there because there's something over there, but I'm scared to look at it. <laughs> like, oh um, so there's, it's weird. And the cat like freaks out sometimes and she'll like go out there and start meowing at things. And like, she's a very vocal cat. She's a Bengal. So she's just well known to be vocal, but she'll get like upset and you can like hear it in her voice. And she'll like go out into the living room, into the bathroom and like meow. And it's just like, he's like, why is she acting up tonight? It's very strange of her. So it's just weird. Sometimes my son, he gets freaked out here. He's like three and a half. And he like looks like into his room and it's dark. And he's like, mommy, I don't want to go to bed because sometimes my doors move. And I'm like, oh, no. I, <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Or I, I made my son's fan in his room like a superhero. And like before we go to bed at night, he reaches up and grabs the little like cords. And he's like, I love you, Mr. Fan. And because he <laughs> oh. said he saw a monster. And I was like, well, Mr. Fan is always here to help you out, bud. So now it's progressed to the point where he makes me, he doesn't make me, but he asks for race car stories before he goes to bed, which is like a bedtime story. And then after I tell him that one, then he wants Mr. Fan to tell him a race car story. So I have to do the Mr. Fan voice Aww. and tell another story. But, you know, it's just funny as like parents, the things you kind of, you know, obviously you want to uh, listen to your kid or whatever and make them feel heard but it's also funny the things you do to kind of give them that extra layer of protection when they're that age um so where they aren't afraid because obviously they're they're either their imagination is much larger than ours or they can tap into something that we're unable to um because my kid there's things like that too which is it's kind yeah. of scary yeah, yeah like one well, time actually a couple of days ago he was like mommy i woke up and someone was holding me in my sleep or something he said something like that and I'm like 
someone was holding you in your sleep. So oh I know gosh. he's three, but yeah. I don't know. My, my kid just the other day, he goes, well, I was picking, I picked him up from school and he goes, dad, we don't bite, do we? And I was like, no. Bite? He goes, biting's not nice. I go, nope, <laughs> it's not nice, buddy. Um, did somebody bite somebody at school? And he goes, yeah. And then I just waited and he didn't say anything else. I go, did somebody bite you at school? And he goes, no. And I go, did oh, no. you bite somebody at school? And he was like, yeah. And then I had to look at the wall. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <It's> like, okay, <laughs> oh, did we learn That's... a lesson? He was like, yeah, I don't bite anymore. I was like, okay, yeah. buddy. Uh, wow. I like how he asked you, like, we we don't bite, right? Like, that's yes. not something that we do. Because <laughs> Even... <laughs> I'm sure all his teachers were like, we don't bite. Yeah, we exactly. don't bite. Yeah. Like, the rest of the day they were like we don't bite but i think maybe my dad might bite i should check with him <laughs> yeah let me double check um well morgan i am super curious as as we wrap up with this two it was two three uh two thirty seven in the morning is that what you said yeah um have you ever thought about maybe i mean i don't mean this in a creepy way but have you ever thought about like setting up a camera to like watch over you to see if anything happens at that two thirty seven a.m yeah, I actually have like an old like um, a renty. It's like an Amazon camera for that I used to have for my son. Thought about setting that up because like it always happens, and then I'm like up for a couple minutes, and I feel weird, and I'm just like that's weird, and like it's happened for like literally a week straight, like hmm. on the dot. So I'm like, there's gotta it's be so something. bizarre. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Do you have a normal sleeping schedule, or is it kind of all over the place, or? Yeah, I usually go to bed at like um probably like 10:30 and like okay. I wake up at like 6. So yeah. 2:37 is like such a weird time for me. Well, Morgan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Did you have anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up? My Instagram handle is um leaky transfer case. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Oh, so if anybody wants to reach out if they have any similar experiences um or whatever you can also creep on my Instagram and see my cute little cats. Okay. My only request, Noah, is during our sign off, can you please use the Mr. Fan voice? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Morgan, thanks for coming on. We'll make sure to share your socials and um, don't be surprised if people reach out. That's one thing I keep hearing from our guest is that, you know, they enjoy coming on, but they really enjoy kind of the new network and friends they have after coming on here with people who have had similar experiences and let us know like if that 237 thing gets resolved or you kind of get any kind of inclination of what's going on that to me is pretty fascinating i've never heard of that happening so frequently so that that's really interesting cat jj i know you guys have been gone for a minute is there anything you would like to share before we wrap up we're pregnant no, we are not. That's really what fucked up, fuck? JJ. <laughs> and with that, I'm yeah. Noah Daniels. Oh, wait, no, no. I, have do, I have to do my, uh, okay. Um, with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. I'm Kat. And I'm Morgan. Oh. You sound like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of. That's funny. <laughs>
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.